Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Uh, Tom Miller here from Leaders Building Leaders. Excited to spend just a few minutes with you tonight or as long as you would like to like to hop on here. Uh, feel free to put your your uh, questions in the in the comment box in the chat box. But I just wanted to um, address, you know, just a couple things I've been working through uh, over the last, you know, 24 to 48 hours. And um, so, first of all, I hope everybody had um, an amazing uh, weekend and um, uh, got to spend some good quality time with uh, friends and family. Um, Sunday was uh, Father's Day, and it was also my wedding anniversary. So a big shout out uh, to my wife, uh, who I met in seventh grade, everybody. When you think about your seventh grade relationships, do you ever think about, hey, I might, I might marry one of these <laughs> There's no way my wife uh, thought that uh, we would last uh, this long. We didn't start to date until uh, you know college, but uh, been really great friends, um, and now and now 30, 30, 32 years knowing each other, 18 years of uh, marriage. So uh, happy anniversary, Jennifer. Love you, and um, yeah, I mean, really, really think about that. You know, seventh grade. You know, and I was a middle school principal, so watching, you know, seventh graders just, you know, completely uh, have those uh, challenges uh, was always interesting. But someone had uh, posted in a, I don't know if it was our group or another group, but they asked a question about how do you, how are you going to deal with the teacher burnout? So I wanted just to kind of get my comments out loud here about what, what I would be doing and I might be leading a school, uh, you know, through this. I'm, I'm currently the the interim head of of two of two charter schools here in North Carolina, uh, right now over the summertime, um, hiring uh, principals and getting prepared for the year. But so you know, you know, the first thing I would be doing, if I was leading a group uh, of uh, teachers, no matter if it was my first year or um, you know, you know, being a veteran in that time, is I would be, you know, with that staff, I would be. I would be identifying who who my influencers are, right? So there's this there's this adage about leading by walking around. And when I'm leading by walking around, that means I'm, you know, I'm paying very close attention to people. I'm doing a lot of um observational thinking. Um, I'm asking questions. I'm really identifying where are my pockets of influence in this organization? Like who are the people who have the most influence uh, in in this organization? You know, um, an influence, remember, is leadership, and it doesn't come from a position. So there's many there's many individuals in your organization. 
if you're the head of school that have more influence than you do. Let me raise your hand if you've experienced that. Right? I got two hands and two legs up here, right? So so that's it's really, really important to one know where your pockets of influence are, are coming from, right? So if I'm so if I'm brand new in an organization, if I just got a job, and congratulations to you, if you just got a job as a, a principal, I'm I'm having meetings with people, right? I'm 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 walking through the school if there's still some staff left over. I'm having great conversations with my administrative team. I'm really listening to their words. I'm watching their body language, and I'm hearing the names that they're mentioning in terms of whether it's good or bad, right? Because influence can go either way. So I need to get an understanding of the current reality. And that's and that's a leader's first job, is to truly understand the current reality of your organization. So after I'm leading by walking around, right? Um, one thing that I definitely want to do is I want to have an understanding of, of why, why the teachers are there right? What, what brought them to teaching? What brought them to my school, right? So whether you're a charter school leader, a district leader, or a private school leader, you know, every teacher has a why, right? Why they got into education. But if you're a charter or a private school, or even maybe like a specialized district school, you also have, um, you know, a why they came, right? Because maybe they like it was a magnet school and, and that school has like a special, you know, mission or like instructional plan. So I want to have a good understanding of why they came into education. So this may come in small group conversation. This may come in one-on-one -on -one conversations. But I need to know what's getting them out of bed every day, <laughs> right? Remember that old adage, like as you're, as you're creating common ground, as you're creating common ground, you use the form formula, right? Family, occupation, recreation, mission. So the first time I meet anybody, I'm asking those questions. Tell me about your family. Tell me, you know, what do you teach? Where do you teach? Um, what do you like to do for fun and your mission? You know, why do you, why do you wake up every day? What what gets you out of bed? What what keeps you coming here, right? So I'm, so I want to have an understanding of my people. And who's in that organization, right? So you may already know this, right? So that you know, you know, there's a lot of work. But what I have to do is I have to be able to find a way to take those stories public, right? So I don't know. Maybe I'm interviewing people over the break, and I'm uh, doing just short, you know, videos, you know, with them, um, and I'm sending it out, you know, to my whole staff or my teacher or like, you know, or my family. So I'm just getting them excited, right? I'm just finding ways to get people excited again about teaching. Because I think it's gonna be harder this year to come back to school than it is in any other year. I think this is gonna be one of the biggest you know, challenges that we've had. And so when teachers are burnt out, right? When teachers are burnt out, um, one, you know, um, I need to have a better understanding of what burnout looks like and feels like, right? And, and two, I need to understand well, what lights their fire <laughs> if they had a fire to light, right? So if I don't know what lights their fire, how am I ever going to rekindle? That's important, everybody. If I don't know what lights their fire, how am I ever going to brighten it? How am I ever going to spark it? How am I ever going to add to it? You see, 
it doesn't take me losing my light to light someone else's light with a candle. I don't lose anything. I only gain. So in what ways can I light their fire? Okay, so rekindle that fire that drove them into a teaching. And that can happen, again, in many ways. One-on-one -on -one meetings, small roundtable discussions, invite them to lunch, right? Invite them, just find ways to get together and rebuild community and start to really seek to understand with people. And then maybe on the back out, you know, maybe you do like a selfie or you do a short video or you do a shout out to the, you know, to the students that are staff, whatever it is, just get it back out there. Let people know like, hey, we're still alive here. We're still moving here. I'm excited. I got, I got this influencer on my side now, everybody, right? And so I'm rekindling that fire. And while I'm asking those questions, I'm, I'm asking, where do you see yourself in a year from now, two years from now, three years from now? Because I'm, I'm planting a seed here. When I ask people the question, like, where do they see themselves? Like, now they see me as someone who could help them get there. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to help them get there. <laughs> right? I'm going to work to help them to achieve that. Right? I'm going to, I'm going to constantly paint them in the picture of the success of, of our school, right? Of what our school is going to look like in a year. Cause, cause I have to, you know, that's, you know, step two is to continuously communicate vision because vision leaks, right? So as I'm talking about our high performing school or our, our, you know, most sought after school in the County or in the state, or um, as I'm really saying that, you know, that, that 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 model school that everybody wants not only the child to attend but every teacher wants to teach at every school is going to come and learn right that's you know one of the great great um, initiatives we have is our principals consortium and our teacher leader consortium where it's just so excited like i bring the best teachers and principals to a school to come observe a school and learn and learn you know learn from their teams because i want to show them what's possible right? I want to show them the picture of the possibilities, but I want to paint them in that picture of, of uh, possibilities, okay? So the first step is I'm rekindling. The second step is I'm casting a vision, and I'm communicating that vision over and 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 over again. And when, once you feel like you've like over communicated, you, 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 you've just started. So keep going over and over because I want to get really clear. I want everybody to be really clear of our purpose, our vision and our goals. And I want people to have really clear understanding of their role in it. Okay. So I've talked for 10 minutes and we've talked about two things. One, rekindling the fire by building community, right? And engaging people. And number two is I'm casting a vision, right? Now, step three is to remove any distraction or unnecessary responsibility that they have or believe that they have that does not clearly take us to our goal. So as I'm having that first step one conversation and we're having roundtables, like I'm taking note of the things that they think that don't serve the organization or don't take us to our goal or, or just take up too much of their time or, or just a barrier to their daily success. 
I'm going to remove them. I don't care if they're district mandates. I don't care whose mandates they are. I'm going to find a way to remove those barriers throughout the year. And I'm going to tell them that I'm going to do it. See, because here's the thing. When you make a commitment, you build hope. But when you keep a commitment, you build trust. Right? So I have now rekindled some fire. I have cast vision. I painted them in the picture of that vision. And now I'm starting to keep some promises, right? I'm going to start eliminating programs that don't serve us. I'm going to find ways to, to make sure that they don't feel overwhelmed or overburdened. Because everything needs pruning to grow. And an organization or an individual who's not willing to change, it means that they're not willing to grow. But that means that the organization also has to make grown-up decisions too. And we need to start eliminating things. And I just want to focus on one thing. Like, what's that one thing that we're going to focus on this year? My success as a principal came when we just set a, a goal to focus on relationships. We set a goal to build relationships, um, a teacher to student, and student to teacher, teacher to teacher, student to student, uh, student to home, teacher to home, <laughs> home to school. That was it. And everything else just started to click. Everything else just started to click. And so, so now we've, we've, we've rebuilt relationships. We're rekindling fires. We're vision casting. We're setting our goals. We're setting our the clarity and our purpose. We're starting to remove things that don't take us to a goal. And when I mean remove things, like I mean physically take them outside and everything should fight for its life to be on your daily schedule. And if it doesn't prove to you, if it can't prove to you, take it out back and kill it. <laughs> Just shoot it. Right? Give it a hug. <clears throat> you no longer serve me. Thank you for what you've done to this point. I appreciate you. And let it go. Because the only thing that I want to be talking about with my team is the one specific strategy that we are going to use to win. If you were part of our uh, win every day um, a book study that we did in January, if, if not, shoot me an email at tom at lbleaders.com and I'll send you the, the archives or just you know go back in our podcast and listen in January. Win every day. We talk about execution and strategy. Everybody in the organization needs to know what is the strategy we're going to use to get to the goal. So I've rekindled some fires. I vision casted. I set my goals. Right? After I set my goals, I started to remove distractions so I can start to make some commitment and build and build momentum. Step four is I'm going to identify the strategy. Like, what's going to be the thing? Like, what's the thing that we're all going to, to learn more and rally on? I was working with a school today that's, that's trying so hard to, to, you know, climb from here to there. And I said, well, what's the strategy? Everybody needs to be clear on the strategy. What's the strategy that you're going to use? I, I hear your goal. I know where you want to get to. But what's going to get you there? 
What's going to get you there? What one specific strategy is going to get you to that goal? That's what that's what everybody needs to be talking about. So, how do I remove how do I overcome teacher burnout? One is I relight their fire. Is I find out why they became a teacher, why they chose this school, what makes them laugh, sing, and cry, and I'm going to know it, and I'm going to use it to fire them up. Then I'm going to cast vision. I'm going to tell them about how successful we're going to be as an organization, what it's going to look like, what success will look like when we're done, and I'm going to paint them in the picture of that that's going to get them fired up. Like I see you being the curriculum coach or the instructional coordinator or the mentor or, you know, I see you as my assistant principal one day. I mean, you know, whatever it is, whatever they told you they want to get to. And then I'm going to remove any distractions from them. Anything that does not serve us as an organization, I am, I am going to, I'm going to take it out bag and I'm going to, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to eliminate it. I'm going to eliminate their distractions and I'm going to help them eliminate their own distractions. So just like the organization needs pruning and your schedule needs pruning and your programs need pruning, so do people's actions. You got we got to help teachers stop doing what they've always done. If they're not getting the good results, right? I mean results leave clues. Results leave clues. They don't lie. So if we're not getting the results from something, we're going to kill it, right? So, rekindle the fire, cast vision, remove distractions, identify the specific strategy that we're going to use, and now here's the important piece. I'm not just going to say, oh, we're going to differentiate, right? Or we're going to team teach. Whatever that strategy is, every freaking moment of professional development, every scheduled professional development is going to be rallied around that strategy. If you do not have professional development that's wrapped around your strategy for success, turn off this Facebook message, turn off this podcast, wherever you're listening, and, and immediately begin searching the professional development model. Find the trainer. Don't do it yourself. You can't do it. You can't do it. You know why you can't do it? Because you've never done it. You can't take people where you've never been. I'm sorry. You just can't. So you're going to, you, 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 here's our strategy. I'm going to find the best you know, person or school who's already doing it. And I'm going to ask them, will you be our you know, professional development, you know, training model team, right? Whether it's a principal, another school, a company you have to hire, it doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're going to make sure that they're like the best at it and you're going to bring them into your school. And every single moment that you have, every, every, every day that there's an opportunity where you're in front of your staff, you are, you are practicing, you are, you are equipping, you are developing your people around that strategy. Best example I can give you was when I was a principal of Charter Day School. I was a principal of the middle school, but the elementary school used the direct instruction model. Everybody used direct instruction. The reading mastery program grades K to two, K to three. 
every single training was wrapped around it. Everything we did was wrapped around it. And you know what? It worked. And I don't care what you think about direct instruction. It's irrelevant to me. It worked. So whatever your program is that you decide to do and you commit to, train, 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 train your people around it. It's sad to say that there's more money in your water and sewer line than there's probably in your professional development line. You're spending more money having the trash taken out than you are developing your people. I guarantee you, eight out of the ten people listening to this message, that's true. That's a fact. So, one, rekindle fire by building relationships, understanding why they became a teacher. Two, cast vision. Get really, really clear on your purpose, your vision, and your goals. Paint them in the picture of that goal. Paint them in the picture of that vision. Three, start removing distractions. Start pruning everything you can from the schedule, from the extra you know, uh, courses you ask a teachers to teach, the extra supplemental programs that you can't prove that take you to your goal. If it cannot prove that you're going to make it, you're going you're gonna to kill it. Okay, Get rid of it. Step four is to, is to identify a strategy that you're going to utilize to reach that goal. What is going to be the one strategy? And whatever that strategy is, it's going to dominate the conversations. It's all you're ever going to talk about is execution and strategy. And then you're going you're gonna to train the heck out of your people. You're going to find the best individuals to train you in that area, and you're going to hire them. I don't care what it costs. You're going to hire them. And you're going to make sure there's time built into the, the uh, start of the school year, every month, every meeting, to, to talk about that strategy. And then as the school year starts, I'm going to make sure that I am, I am in classrooms every day, listening, observing, asking questions, because I've already painted the picture of what success looks like in my head. It's already happened. And as I walk around the school and I don't see that same picture, I can't ignore it. I just need to ask questions. Well, here's what we agreed upon. We agreed upon to use this strategy to execute this goal. However, I happened to be in your, your classroom today and you were using this other uh, strategy. Help, help, help me understand. Okay. I know you use that at your other school, and yes, I know that it's worked, but we all agreed that we're going to use this strategy until the data tells us we're not going to use that strategy anymore. So what I need you to do is I need you to make sure you focus on this strategy. So how's that, right? How's that? So you're going to re rekindle fire, right? Build a relationship rebuild that relationship, rekindle whatever got them there, cast vision, set your goals, remove distractions, choose your strategy, <laughs> train and equip your people around that strategy, and then just listen and be proactive, right? Just constantly keep 
hold that image of what success looked like, what your school was, you know, operating when you visited Cassie, when you told, when you told your staff, when you told them in small groups and individuals, what it's going to look like as you walk around, if you don't see that, you have to get really curious and wonder why you're not seeing that. And, and you're just, you're going to learn and you're going to make subtle tweaks subtle tweaks to your plans and strategies to just keep navigating towards that goal, right? Just, just like a missile, <clears throat> you know, I mean, a missile is constantly off, you know, target. It's just constantly getting feedback, right? Feedback and adjust, feedback and adjust, feedback, adjust until boom, it hits its target. And that's what you're going to do, right? So how do I handle burnout? I handle burnout, not by, you know, not by um, removing things, from uh, teachers, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of burnout by lighting teachers back on fire. I'm gonna I'm gonna help them align their day, right? I mean, being an effective leader is one percent vision and ninety nine percent alignment. That's all I'm gonna do. That's gonna help teachers feel more effective and successful. Is when one, they got a leader that believes in them. Two, they have clarity in their vision, right? They know exactly where we're going. Three, they know how every single day, them coming to work and them fighting the fight, because every day there's a battle between the culture and the plan, that they're going to come every day and know that their work and effort is taking us closer to that destination. It's exhausting when you don't know where you're going. Right? Have you ever been lost before? I mean, do you gain energy when you're lost, right? You might move faster, you might try more things, but you don't gain energy. You leak energy. You know, people want clarity. To be unclear is to be unkind. So get clear on what you want. This is the time. Take this week to do it. There's probably nobody in your building. Get really, really clear on what you want and then get really clear on what strategy are we going to focus all of our time energy to using and you're going to commit to it and you're going to uh, you know commitment comes in two places your date book and your checkbook <laughs> so put it on your calendar and invest right that's the same thing with any of our programs. I mean, we're, we're about to start our eighth year as what we've been told that we're the most trustworthy, right? Consulting organization for uh, charter schools in North Carolina, right? The most trustworthy organization. I mean, that's huge, right? You know, people will say, I just feel better that you're here. That didn't happen overnight. <laughs> It happens over time. Consistency compounds. And that's what you need to do. Consistency compounds in your date book, in your checkbook. You need to invest in your people. You need to invest in yourself as a leader. And you need to put it down on the calendar when it's important. That's what I'm challenging you to do. Okay? So that's how I would overcome burnout. Get really clear. Know what my people want and desire. Re remove anything that doesn't take me to my goal, pick a strategy, you know, focus all my time and attention and energy and resources to it, 
and um, continue to just lead by walking around, making minor, minor adjustments uh, for us to get to success. So I hope this lesson added value to you. Um, if so, let me know in the comments. Um, hit the like button. Uh, share it out with you know someone else who needs to listen to it. Um, we love we love feedback. I crave feedback. So you know, good or bad, let me know what you liked about it. If you have a question about a step, I'll you know I'll you know I'll help you. Um, if you're not really sure of how to get you know clear, that's 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 probably one of the best things that you know we do as an organization. That's our bread and butter is helping organizations gain clarity, right? And help identify what might be broken in terms of your strategy or your execution or your, or your communication, we help you fix what's broken, right? Because I want you to be successful. Because when you're successful, your school is successful. And when your school is successful, that means kids are learning and kids have a better opportunity for success as they get older. So uh, reach out, uh, tom at lbleaders.com. Send me an email or go to our website at lbleaders.com. In the top right hand corner click the uh, schedule a, a quick call button and i'd be happy to you know spend 10 10 minutes with you and let's you know find out what might be broken and uh let's you know find out how i might be able to help you to fix it okay so thanks everybody i believe in you i believe in your dream thanks for giving me some time uh tonight and um talk to you soon bye-bye